Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Grounding Into Your Radiance, a space to dream, explore, and reconnect to your essential self with Stacy Barber. Stacy is a conscious mindset mentor and authentic lifestyle coach with a knack for guiding others to step into their truth and embrace times of transition with courage. Join Stacy in a space for intimate healing and growth and get ready to face your fears so you can find deeper alignment in your life. Our stories are our light. Let them shine. Grounding into your radiance starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here with you. Welcome to Grounding Into Your Radiance on Transformation Talk Radio. Um, I'm your host, Stacey Barber. Um, and in our time together, I would just love to create a space where we can feel free to dream, explore, and really reconnect with our authentic essential selves. Um, and I'd like to let you know a little bit of ways that you can get in touch with me um, as we go on. If you're interested in reaching out, my email is stacy.barber at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at stacybarbercoaching, and my website is stacybarber.com, and it's Stacy spelled with an I-E. And um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm really so honored to be here with you today and to begin this journey together, to be able to start to look at all the facets of our lives and what makes us who we are. And um, I think the biggest question that would probably be coming up for you, and you might be wondering, what does it mean to connect to your essential self? What What is your essential self? Um, and the best way that I can describe that for myself and what I've seen in other people is that we know that we have been there and connected with that essential, authentic component of our lives when we feel ourselves being pulled away from it, or we feel ourselves in that space of um, wondering where that aspect of our lives went. And knowing when we can come back to that knowing that we are in our bodies, that we are all that we need, we have everything that we need inside of us, that's reconnecting to your essential self. And that's a huge part of what brings me here to you today um, because I know I can relate with that story. And I'm wondering if someone else out there might too, of being in those facets of life where we have those blockages come in and we have things that you know knock us off course and being able to really magnetize, come back to, reconnect with who we are at such an innate level is such a gift. And, and that is the power of what I'm hoping to bring to you in this time that we have together today and moving forward as some of the ways that I have found that have worked for me in my life, through my clients' lives, and those that I love to be able to course correct, to be able to come back home to who we know that we're meant to be, that state of being that we're all innately born with and really finding that peace in that moment. So just a little bit about me. I am a conscious mindset mentor and authentic lifestyle coach for women 
um, women who are ready, like ready to step in to their innate power and their worth um, on a mission to create more joy and freedom in their lives. And um, I love watching this process. It brings me more joy than anything I've ever experienced in my life. Walking side by side with women who, who have that nudge, who have that feeling, who have that calling to do something bigger than themselves, to grow and expand and to remind them that they're worthy and to help them see what the rest of us see in them. And so I'm hoping that as we have this time today, you walk away feeling a little bit more empowered um, like you've learned something really powerful and new and most importantly knowing that you matter knowing that your voice matters knowing that who you are matters and knowing that it is exactly what you're supposed to bring to the table so every other week we'll come here together um, and just be able to talk about some of the most relevant and inspiring topics and tools that I've been experiencing that I'm learning that I've been able to um, see in the world around me and it's really to help you, to help you step into and live the life that you fully deserve so that you can reconnect with your essential self. Um, and so today, I really felt that it was important to start with my story um, because what I know about each person's individual story is that it is an ability to shine the light on ourselves, to be vulnerable, um, to be able to have the, the eye of self-forgiveness and compassion. And as I shine my light on my story, as you shine the light on your story, it allows so many other people around the world to feel that same, that same ability, that same permission that their story also matters. And as I was contemplating on what it was that I wanted to bring today about my personal journey, I really started to see this vision of my life being sculpted. Um, really sculpted from the inside out. If you think about a potter and his clay sculpting this masterpiece, right? That you start with this mound of clay that you're not exactly sure where it's going to go, what it's going to, what you're going to create, how it's going to look at the end. But knowing that there's some beauty, there's beauty in that clay, there's beauty in the possibility. And for me, I really feel as if life has been that sculptor, how it's come in and it's sort of worn off the rough edges or the parts of me that really needed to grow or shift to become who I am today, to be able to sit here, share my story openly um, with truth and vulnerability, and to be able to sit in the space of knowing that the truth of my story will also help someone else out there that needs to hear the words that are coming through me today. And as I sat here preparing, um, the vision that comes to me is really that ability to be a conduit of openness, of love, of um, light that comes from something much bigger than each of us. And so that's my hope for us today, our time here. Um, and as we think about that, as we think about the potter and we think about the clay and how how that we're each crafted so uniquely and individually. Um, I'm just curious as how to like what that means for you. If you can each you know just stop and think about how has your life been sculpted? Like how does this apply to you and your personal experience? And what I've learned 
about our story is that our story can be such a huge component of our life. It can, it can be the catalyst that prepares us for all the endeavors of our, of our experience that we have no idea that are coming our way. And, but as we can look at our story from a viewpoint of what can I learn here? What is, what is coming to me that's going to help me step into that next version of me rather than identifying and defining ourselves and feeling almost like we're stuck in the story that has created our life. How can we begin to step back a bit? I always like to say, how about we zoom out a little bit and think about if we can look at the trajectory of our life, each component, there was a lesson in that and bringing those lessons in, implementing them, integrating them into our experience and letting them begin to cultivate that next level of ourselves, right? And so I'm just curious how that, how that sits with you guys, how that's feeling, what's coming up for you. And I just want you to know that this is a safe space. And this is a space where I want you to begin to explore those things. I want you to begin to allow your mind to soften around what it is that you have created as your life experience and what that looks like moving forward. And I also think about the process, um, the vision of the rocks, rocks in a riverbed. And if you can think about the rocks that fall off the cliff, right? They're jagged and dirty and they fall down into the riverbank. And as time, as life, as experience starts to butt those rocks up against one another, how that naturally and organically starts to soften the edges, right? Soften the edges of those stones and how it might feel uncomfortable and a little scary. We've all been there, um, but how that starts to create the beauty that that is seen before us that we can create that we can allow and the word that really um, resonates so deeply with me in this process is the the aspect of surrender of surrendering our experience to what's to come yes like taking ownership of our choices being in the driver's seat of our life and then also being in that space of being okay in the not knowing and that phrase has really allowed me to step into different aspects of my life and to be able to find the components of my life that I didn't see, I couldn't see what was coming. But I knew that if I surrendered to something that was much bigger than me, something that was grander than me, something that um, I could allow that release, then it would feel, the journey would feel so easeful. And so I just want to leave you with these, these ideas. And the first question, before we go on to break, I just want to invite you to consider how life has been the ultimate sculptor in your experience. And upon reflecting that, how you can sit in a space of immense gratitude for that experience, for that process. And where have your rough edges been polished? And how is life continuing to sculpt your experience from the inside out today? And as you're listening, I just want you to think about these moments. I want you to just sit with yourself and just allow yourself to be and really be in that space of surrender. So you're listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm Stacey Barber. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to explore a little bit more about my personal journey and how life has really miraculously sculpted me from the inside out and how that has allowed me to sit in this space today to be with you and to share my story with you, which is such an honor. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Are you one of the many women in the world who've carried the burdens of work and family with the added circumstance of the pandemic? You are not alone. Join Mary Rose Campbell with five other powerful women on Saturday, December 5th, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for the International Conference on Resilience for Women, as they share what they've learned to create power for themselves under any circumstance. Get your tickets now at resilientwomensconference.com. Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? Tune in to Grounding Into Your Radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit StacyBarber.com. That's Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E, Barber.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. When was the last time you had that feeling that you knew something, but you couldn't explain how you knew it? How powerful would it be for your life and business if you could consciously tap into that magic within you? What if you could remember that there's something supernatural about you? Tune in to Absolute Alignment with Christelle Biga when success feels easy. Every first and third Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I have had such a good time on Tales from the Merworld Radio. It has been an opportunity for me to expand myself so dramatically and become much braver in my voice to speak about the things that I'm passionate about that are a little bit out there. Your staff is amazing. Olivia is amazing. Jessica, everybody. Anytime I need anything, they show up right away. So thank you for having such an amazing team that is allowing me this platform to do what Spirit wants me to do. Hi there, welcome back. We're here grounding into your radiance. I'm your host, Stacey Barber. And I'm here today just having the opportunity and the honor to share my personal journey with you and how life has been the ultimate sculptor that has really allowed me to ground into my radiance. And um, something that's been really helpful for me, thinking about that, the grounding into your radiance. I live in Charleston, South Carolina. And if you've ever been here, it's a beautiful space in the world. And there are the most majestic oak trees all around us. And you can see oak trees with limbs that go on, it seems like, forever. And when I came into the space of the knowing that in order for the limbs 
to radiate or grow out into these abundant lengths, there had to be the same substance beneath. The root system had to go beneath just as much, if not more, as the lens lengthening out and radiating in all of these different directions. And so as below is above and as above is below. And to think of that really grounding in, connecting with the root system, going deep, going in to really find the stability to then be able to radiate so beautifully is such a beautiful metaphor that I hold so close to my heart when I think about this. And this phrase was brought to me and it just felt so meaningful and and deep that um, I thought that that little story would be helpful to kind of wrap your head around why it is that it's so important for us to really ground in to be able to radiate out. So again, I'm Stacey Barber. I would love for you to connect with me any way that feels organic and lovely for you. I'm on social media at Stacey Barber Coaching. Um, My website is stacybarber.com and my personal email is stacy.barber at gmail.com. And before we went on break, I was just having everyone think about where it is that rough edges have been polished in your life and how life is continuing to sculpt your personal experience today and in your past and looking towards the future, what that looks like and how we can really start to, despite the pain or discomfort that 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 growth and expansion causes, how we can be in a space of gratitude, knowing that it's preparing us for the next level of ourselves. Um, And so in that light, I want to tell you a little bit more about me and where I'm from and how I came here to you guys today. So as I mentioned, I live in Charleston, South Carolina, but I'm originally from a small town in North Carolina. It's Boone, North Carolina. So up in the mountains. Again, if you haven't been there, beautiful place to visit. And um, I like to think that the people that I was surrounded by growing up is what you would consider salt of the earth, like mountain folks, right? Like good, wholesome, loving people. And um, that was really the surrounding for me that that helped me feel grounded in my space. Um, And in my personal home, um, there was definitely, um, despite all the love that surrounded me, there was definitely some um, conflict. Um, I grew up with a father who was an alcoholic and a mother who was loving beyond belief. And anyone that's experienced um, life with or around someone that's struggling with the disease of alcoholism, um, you can understand that that there were so many um, moments of of conflict, of misunderstanding, of fear, um, because you never knew if you were going to get the person beneath the the disease or the disease itself. And um, I remember so many days not being sure of which dad I was going to get. Um, and when he was around, a lot of times he was working and he was, um, you know, trying to provide for the family, which he did so beautifully. But when he was with us, it was those, um, as a little girl, not being able to fully trust in the experience that was coming towards you, not being sure of who it was that you were going to see, um, really felt quite confusing to me. And um, I remember my mom, bless my, God bless my mom. She, she tried so hard to overcompensate 
to love us despite what was going on to the lengths of, of no end, really, of just taking my sister and I under her wing and just letting us know that we were okay, that we were safe. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but there was also, you know, a lot of, um, it was a tumultuous relationship between my mother and my father. Um, and as a young child, I could really see how emotionally this was starting to tear my family apart. Um, and I remember um, at the age of about seven, which is the age of my oldest daughter now, um, I looked at my mom and I, I begged her to leave. And I said, I just, I'm not sure how we continue to go forward like this. I'm not sure how we can stay safe and how we can be okay in this space. Um, it was really in that home. It was my first experience of what I consider emotional abuse, um, a lot of disrespect between not only my parents, but then my father to everyone in the house. And um, at times it felt really too hard to bear. And, and I am so, you know, in awe of how that experience has helped me moving forward, has created a resilience inside of me to be able to stand inside of my knowing that trust that even as a seven-year-old little girl, I could feel that something was wrong. And I really lean on that, that, that intuition of knowing when things are going really well in life and when things are off track. And um, I, in that family, I also think about um, with a huge smile on my face, the the male in my life that really took on the fatherly role. And it was my grandfather. This is my mom's father. And he was a Baptist preacher. So if you can imagine having this amazing relationship with this man who I consider was my person. And my father, who was struggling with alcoholism and um, deceit and all the things that come along with, with such a um, over... over um, like over encompassing disease that I was, I was, I felt like I was in this, um, this shaker of not really sure which way was right. Not really sure, um, who I went to for the right answers. And I began to really question everything. Um, and it started really young. I began to question, well, what is it that's right or wrong? And how can I have this experience with this person? And then on the other hand, with this other person, and it all feel part of my family. How can I, like, where do I go? What are the choices that I make for myself in this? And it, it really, for me, it felt quite blurry. And um, in that, as I continue to grow older, I felt this deep sense of beginning to question everything. And I, I started to question my own choices. I was beginning to question, like, my body and what that meant and what it felt like. I began to question what I believed and, and who I wanted to spend my time with. And um, nothing began to make sense. It all felt really blurry. And I remember around the age of 14, my mom had finally gotten to the space where she knew that it was time to leave. The best way I can describe it, even though it was so confusing and there was a tumultuous relationship, it was my only sense of stability. It was the the rug in which my life had been placed on. And it was as if that rug simply got pulled out. And so already being in that space of confusion and questioning, in my teenage years, I really stepped into a space of rebellion 
because I didn't know where to look. I didn't really know deep in my heart what felt right or what felt wrong. And as I can look on this now, I really started to begin to lose that that sense of my authentic essential self. Um, I started handing it away. I started handing it to the boyfriend that I was dating or the friends that I was hanging out with or the alcohol or the drugs, right? It was anything that I could begin to project myself out to so that I didn't have to sit in this deep space of pain, um, deep pain. And those choices um, begin to lead to consequences. And at the age of 17, I remember going into a grocery store and buying a pregnancy test. And I went to the bathroom and I remember looking down at those lines and just losing, just completely losing it and bawling my eyes out, knowing that, that, I had gone even deeper into the space of, of losing myself. And I, I went home and I told my mom that I was pregnant and I was dating someone that was not right for me. And we had a deep conversation. Um, we went through all of the options and together we collectively decided that it was the best choice to have an abortion. And Going back to the original story of growing up in this town that was salt of the earth, really the Baptist Bible Belt of the Carolinas, um, going through that process, making that decision was one of the hardest of my life. And as we, as we drove to the abortion clinic, I just remember feeling such a deep inner conflict of not knowing which way to go and almost feeling as if I was stuck. And I, I can go back to that and I can feel the feeling in my belly and I can feel what that feels like in my whole system. And we went through, I went through with the process. And when I came to, it was as if a blanket of shame had been dropped down up on me. It was as if I had lost every sense of knowing, of value, of worth that I had had going into this experience. And again, it was that feeling of being so confused, being so torn. And as I got home, as I start to sit with myself and really, and really allow myself to feel all the feelings of what was going on, I hit rock bottom. And I, I remember being in that space of, I don't know if I can get up out of the bed today. I don't know if I feel worthy enough to be able to step out of this space that I've gotten myself into. I don't know if I can look at my friends in the eye. I don't know if I can even look at my mother in the eye and talk about this. And there was just this deep need to go within. And I was in that space for quite some time. And for me, it felt like the lowest of lows in my life. And the, the fear of acknowledging my truth and then also the need to feel the need to cover it up. It, it sent me to a space of deep depression, hibernation. And so in that, I want you guys to sit with this for a moment and I want you to just feel that with me. And I want you to think about in your life, what does rock bottom mean? And is it true that when we hit rock bottom, 
when we come to the bottom of our life, when we hit that space, is the only way that we can go is up. And I want to share the rest of that story with you when we come back. And I want you to really start to think about that in your life and think about what rock bottom may feel like. And if you've been there, if you know someone that's been there and feeling the feels in that space and really considering what is the next step up. So I can't wait to be back with you in just a moment. You're listening to Grounding in Your Radiance. When we're going to come back, we're going to deeply explore how I finally began to rise from the bottom and coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Hi, I'm Laura Goldstein, and here's a Coffee with the Universe tip. It's no secret that anxiety and overwhelm are on the rise. While the tendency is to suppress these feelings, anxiety is really a messenger that's telling you something is off, very off. You might be shooting yourself and living a life based on someone else's expectations. Maybe you have trouble saying no. Or maybe you're following the fearful voice in your head that demands you do more, be more in order to feel worthy. So see where you can make a few adjustments in what you're doing to get rid of the overwhelm and create more peace inside instead. To get more tips like this, tune into my transformation talk radio show called Coffee with the Universe. It's a live call-in show. I'd love to chat with you. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Hi, I'm Trish Laub from A Cup of Comfort, where we talk about care hero topics that nobody wants to talk about. Here's your care hero tip of the day. During all care hero journeys, the need to keep track of a lot of information arises, some of it critical. Possibly the greatest challenge care heroes face is the gathering and organizing of information. Just as every trade has a power tool, whether an electric drill or a laptop, my family's care hero power tool was the three ring binder. We generated a mini library of labeled three ring binders, one for each category of information, complemented with additional spiral notebooks used to detail medical appointments and episodes. This unfussy and convenient system of binders helped my family stay organized and able to deliver the dignified care and end of life my parents desired. Tune into my show to learn more. See you on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month at 12 Pacific here on Transformation Talk Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at info at trishlaub.com.
Hi there. Welcome back. Welcome back to Grounding into Radiance. Stacey Berber, welcome. And I'm here with you talking about my personal journey today and really about how life has been my ultimate sculpture. And before we went on break, I was just contemplating with you guys, thinking, you know, about that phrase, when you hit rock bottom, the only way is up. And what that means to you personally or what that means to someone in your life and how you can really relate with that. Um, Because I think the power in sharing our personal stories is that ability to relate, to see ourselves in someone else's story and to see, allow them to see themselves in ours. And I always go back to my Angela quote of, we are more alike friends than we are unalike. And isn't that true? And hasn't the current space of life that we're living in right now proven that to us and that space of being all together, that we are all experiencing life in completely unique and different ways, but we're all deeply intertwined and connected as well. And so I'm honored to be continuing to share the story with you. And if you want to get in touch with me, I want to share that contact info with you one more time. My website is stacybarber.com. Um, I'm at gmail at stacy.barber at gmail.com. And then my website is Stacy, or sorry, on Instagram, I'm Stacy Barber Coaching. Um, I would love to hear from you and um, love to hear what you guys would be interested in hearing from me. And so reach out, let me know. I would love to hear your story and to be able to connect with you in that way. Um, so when we left, I was just talking about how I really found that space of being in my lowest of lows, um, being in that space of completely overtaken with shame, um, discomfort, confusion, 17, finding yourself pregnant with um, a boy that, you know, was not good for me, that I knew was not my person for the rest of my life and making the really difficult decision to terminate that pregnancy and, and all the emotions that come along with that. And what I've noticed is when I have begun to share my story transparently, even the difficult parts that have been hard to express at times, I always am met with someone that says, thank you. Thank you for shining your light on what happened to you because that allows me to not feel alone. That allows me to be able to forgive myself. That allows me to be able to get out from that dimness and shine my light. It allows me to just be able to sit with myself. So that's my hope with this today. And that's my hope of bringing this to you today. And, um, you know, when we're in that space, when we get to that space of not knowing which way is up, not knowing which way to go, what is it? Like what comes to us to be able to make the choice, to make a choice to either stay, stay where we're at, stay in the experience of what's going on in our lives, or to make a choice, to make a different choice, to make a better choice or a right choice for us. And I feel there's so much in that. There's so much around the power of choice, so much that we're going to talk about that on our next show and how when we can take 100% responsibility for ourselves, no matter what has been going on in our lives, to say, you know what, today I'm going to make a better choice for myself. Today, this is the way that I'm moving. And that's what happened for me. I was in this space of deep depression, um, managing any way I thought I could, um, ending up, you know, controlling everything around my life, including my eating patterns and the people that I was around and 
getting into that knowing of this is not what I want for my life. This is not what I choose for myself. And how can I begin to make that next choice? And so I did. And I just decided in that moment, I'm not alone in this. And I know that there's something better for me. I know that there is a beautiful life awaiting me. And all I need to do today is make one right choice, to make one step in that direction. And then I'm on my way. And it felt rocky. It felt like a baby learning how to walk again. It felt like um, I I knew I was going to fall down. I knew I was going to bump up against the sofa, right? Like we're going through that space. But knowing that even if the road to recovery is slow and sometimes uncomfortable, I'm still moving towards what I know to be true for me. And something that was such a huge moment in my life that really helped me get to that space is the clarity of knowing that the more I hide and the more I run away from my story and what's happened to me, the further I'm going to get away from my essential self, the further I'm going to get away from that healing component. And so I started taking steps forward slowly, but surely. And what came to me is the knowing that I have to be open about this, that if I hold my story and my pain and my shame longer and deeper, and I keep it there, it's almost as if a splinter we're stuck in my skin. And as it sits there, it gets painful and it gets infected. And we know it's there, right? We can see it. But until we have the courage to be able to remove that, to be able to let the air and the light in, to be able to let it heal, we can't, we can't move to the next step. And so that's what I started doing. And I started slowly sharing my story. I started being open. And it began to give me that momentum of hope And that feeling of, I do matter, this matters, this all happened for a reason. And I don't know what that looks like. I didn't know in that moment what that looked like for me yet. But I knew deep in my soul that this was going to be something that was going to be a part of my life and part of my story forever. And I'll never forget the true testament of forgiveness for me was when I came to the knowing that I had to share my story with my grandfather. This man, right? This, the, you know, he was the head of the house. He was the, the, the loving, but also firm teddy bear for all of us, for the children, for the grandchildren. He was just the most amazing man. And he, he was full of faith. He loved Jesus and he knew where he stood. He was in that grounding. And As I began to heal, I knew that the next big step for me was to share my story with him. And I remember telling my mother that this was what I wanted to do. And and because she was also in that space of holding on to the shame of the story, she could not even acknowledge that this was something that needed to happen. We had a deep discussion and I finally looked at her eye to eye and said, "This this is what I have to do for me. This is what the next step looks like for me. And he always used to sit in this big window, this big, beautiful box window with his rocking chair. And he would have his Bible or his, you know, cup of water or whatever by him. And I remember walking up and just sitting down in front of him and saying, I need to talk to you about something. And as I began to share what was going on and how I knew that I needed to bring light into that and truth into that and speak those words to begin to heal tears started rolling down my face and I look up and he's also crying and 
in that moment, he looked at me and he said, I'm so proud of you. And I am so happy that you felt comfortable to bring this to me. And I love you so much. I don't love you any less. And what you need to know is that you are forgiven as long as you forgive yourself. And it was this permission. It was like a permission slip from this amazing man that said, you don't need my permission. I love you no matter what. You matter. This matters. But you also need to step into that space and allow yourself to forgive yourself. And I remember that feeling washing over me of knowing that that I had that power within me, that everything I needed was right here in my heart, in my body. And I began to do the work. I began to go deep. I began to speak about that out loud in public to people, my friends and loved ones. I began to continue to heal what felt like a broken soul. And I remember one of the first times I stood in a church full of people to share my story and to share the story of forgiveness and to share the story of knowing that it's a gift that we can give ourselves at any moment. And that our past never determines our future. It's a stepping stone and it will always be part of us, but we always have a choice. And by sharing this, I began to feel such an immense sense of healing that I I never really thought possible. And it began to enter my life in so many different facets. And I knew that my life was starting to change. It was an uptick. And the most joy and happiness that I could have ever imagined started entering into my life. And I could start to see the purpose and the pain. And I could start to see why it was that I was meant to go through this walk in that way. And it prepared me for the work that I'm doing today. And I want to tell you so much more about that when we come back. Um, and I just want you to sit in that, that knowing of that, really knowing that everything that we need is inside of each of us right now. It's not out there. It's all here. And when we can start to bring the light on that, knowing that that's where true healing and true growth and true acceptance really comes in. And even though that might seem scary or daunting to share, what are the parts of you that you might not have fully accepted yet? And are there areas where self-forgiveness is calling you in like it was calling me? And what happens if you heed that calling? Right. So I'm so excited to come back with you in just a minute. Um, we will be back and we will step into where I am today and how my story has really begun to sculpt the path that I'm on. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Are you your story or can you change your story? Can you change what you believe to be true about yourself and your circumstances as part of your healing journey? What if you were to change your expectations? What if you were to invite ease and cooperation into every day and then step back and see what happens? It might just be easier. I'm Megan Edge, and I hope that you'll join me on my new radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat. 
on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. Want to find out more about Megan Edge? Visit her website at meganedge.ca. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Grounding Into Your Radiance. I'm your host, Stacey Barber. And when we just went out on break, I was just having you guys consider the question around areas in your life or components of your life that might be calling you in to really fully accept and forgive yourself or bring in, really unite all of those components of yourself. And knowing that that's the true, the true testament of healing, really uniting all the parts of us and letting that, letting that really begin to deeply cultivate the person that I know that you're meant to be. And, um, as we, as we continue the story, my story, um, you know, being in that space when we left of being in that, you know, area of allowing that healing to come in and, Anyone that's been there, and I know that we've all experienced this in some component or some facet of our life, when we start to allow that in, how we can start to, we start to get so much clarity, right? We start, the veil starts to lift and spirit and guide really start to bring us down the path of what it is that our life is meant to bring to the world. And for me, this was so true. Once I began to allow my story to be a component of the trajectory of what was coming and not something that held me back or held me down, all of these amazing insights and gifts and um, opportunities came to me. And I started to invest in myself. I started to remind myself that I'm worthy. I started to spend the time on really healing my soul and investing in what it was that I knew that I truly deserved in this life. And through that process, I began to really grow in so many ways, spiritually, emotionally, um, physically, allowing myself, bringing all of those facets of myself in as well. And I met the man of my dreams, my husband, we've created a beautiful family. And as things felt like they were moving smoothly, I felt like I was on my way. I um, had gotten my degree in occupational therapy here at the medical university in Charleston. I got a call one day, right? And this is, this is what I'm learning about life (laughs) is that we never know what's coming in and just to stay open to, to those nudges. And so I get the call that my dad had actually been diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver and that his alcoholism had finally caught up with him and that the family needed to come, that he would not have much longer to live and that 
I had to sit in the knowing that the only two people that were really left to care for my father were my sister and I. And growing up in the home that felt really difficult with this individual, how can we show up and really be who we need to be in this moment? And I remember walking into my childhood home and I come up the stairs and I look up and I look over into the living room and I see a hospital bed sitting in my living room, my childhood living room, and my dad's laying there, a shell of himself. You know, he he lost half of his body weight and he was still able to communicate just a bit. And what I knew to do is I came in and I did the things that I'd been trained to do through my degree. I transferred my dad. I shifted him in and out of the bed. I was able to give him medication. I was able to just show up in a way that for me was such a difficult, yes, but also such an honor to be with anyone in that space in life. And the evening that my dad took his last breath, this download, it was almost as if this little letter came floating down from the heavens that said, yes, your life has prepared you for this moment. You knew how to be here. You knew how to care for this man. But now it's time. It's time to move forward. It's time to step out on faith. It's time to stop this job and step into the calling that you've really had in your heart's desire your whole life. And I remember being in that space of almost arguing of, what do you mean? I've got my insurance and all these things, right? My children go to school through or daycare through the hospital. You know, what's my husband going to say? And it was just this knowing, that landing, that download of, yes, all of those things, but it's time. And so I decided that there was only one way and it was to listen. And I go back to the quote that has led me through so many components of my life that when we come to the edge of all we've known, one of two things can happen. We can either step out and find ground to stand upon, or we can learn how to fly. And so in that moment, I knew that no matter what happened, being okay in the not knowing that my next step was a step into the unknown. And yes, there was fear. And yes, there was that sense of of floating, but also knowing that I was so deeply taken care of. And it has led me to really stepping into the work that has allowed my story and my message to be the platform and to be the, the deep core of my work my work of working with women, women who find themselves in the spaces that I had found myself, being at the bottom, being in that space of second guessing our intuition, being in that space of not knowing what's next, um, being in that space of feeling unworthy and feeling as if they don't deserve the goodness that's coming into their lives. And I'm here to step beside them the whole way and help their awareness just begin to open, to begin to allow that deep knowing that they have innate worth, that they have power beyond belief that they bestow deeply inside of them, to know that they can ground down, to be able to radiate out, to connect back with themselves, to be able to step into their greatness, because we all deserve that. And my heart is in that so deeply. And I've created programs and coaching that that really allows us to step into that journey together, that allows the women that are ready to feel that are at rock bottom or at at that space of not knowing what's next, feeling the fear creeping, of being able to say, yes, and. 
Yes, and. Yes, I can feel this. Yes, I know where I'm at. Yes, I've been here. And. And I have a choice. And I know that each choice, each step gets me closer and closer to the life that I know that I deserve and that I know that I want for myself. And so I hope this has been a meaningful time together. This is my story, the story that brought me here. And I really hope it touched your heart in a way that inspires you to look at your story as your message, not only as your message, but as your gift, and that it's something that only you can own. And I want to leave that with you today and also remind you that you already have all that you need right inside of you. The answers are there and they're waiting for you. They're just waiting for the invitation to come through. If you can just give yourself the deep, the deep gift of listening, trust that you'll be held and that you'll be led in the directions that are in greatest, like that are greater than your wildest dreams that you can't even imagine. And I just want to invite you to keep dreaming, keep believing, keep trusting, and keep remembering that each and every thing that you need is held deep inside of you. As you ground into your radiance, allow that truth to come to light. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I'll be here every other week. And I'll be here Thursdays, second and fourth Thursdays of the month. Um, and I just would love for you to join me 12 o'clock Eastern. And I, this time today has meant as much to you as it has to me. I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me any way you feel led. My email is stacy.barber at gmail.com. My website stacybarber.com. And I'm on Instagram at stacybarbercoaching. Next week, we'll be diving into the power of choice and such a deep, meaningful topic for me and how it can change your life. So I hope you have a great week and remember that you hold everything you need within. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Grounding Into Your Radiance, where you become empowered to face change and transition from a place of clarity. Learn to shed your layers and declutter the space between your story and your truth. Do you feel a little lighter now? Tune in next time for more opportunities to explore, dream, and reconnect with your essential self with Stacy Barber. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit stacybarber.com. That's Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E, barber.com. <laughs>